This is a GRDC podcast. Crop nutrition support packages are common for macronutrients, including nitrogen and phosphorus. But there is still some uncertainty surrounding micronutrient decision-making. However, that crop management gap is being filled. Hello, I'm Hilary Sims. The GRDC has invested in a two-year project that aims to identify the requirements for and the benefits of micronutrient foliar application in medium to low rainfall areas of WA's northern agricultural region. Another knowledge gap because previous micronutrient research has focused on medium to high rainfall areas in southern and central cropping regions. The research project is led by Western Australian grower group, the Leeby Group, in partnership with Murdoch University. Deb Bishop sat down with the university's Professor Richard Bell to find out more about the research, and he began by explaining how micronutrient deficiency in crops can be identified. There are three approaches that you could use. Uh, Symptoms, when a micronutrient is severely deficient, it will show distinctive symptoms that vary between the micronutrients and There are resources that you can find from GRDC and uh, Department of Primary Industry and Regional Development uh, to recognise what those symptoms are, but they only occur when this deficiency is severe. There may be deficiencies that you can't recognise from symptoms and you need soil testing and plant testing for that purpose. Plant testing is considered more reliable for micronutrient diagnosis than soil testing, but they both go hand in hand. The soil testing can be used to identify parts of the farm or paddock that you might target, and then you can follow that up with the plant testing because the plant testing will tell you what the plant itself was able to get out of the soil, whereas the soil test is only telling you what's potentially available given the right conditions. Is the time of year critical in regard to that testing? Well, soil testing can be done before sowing and therefore you can, based on that, uh, apply a a micronutrient fertiliser at sowing and all things considered, applying the micronutrient fertiliser at sowing is the most effective approach. What about the impact of deficiencies for grain growers nationally? Uh, Is it something we're seeing across the nation? Growers all over Australia have been asking the question, are we right for micronutrients or not? And GRDC has invested in a number of projects in Eastern Australia as well as Western Australia. In general, they have found relatively few micronutrient deficiencies in existing crops. And the Leeby Group also wanted to check in uh, a low rainfall cropping area whether those findings would be relevant. And they do appear to be relevant here as well, that the survey done by the Leeby Group found a relatively small percentage of crops um, showed deficiencies. A slightly larger percentage showed marginal levels. Um, But overall, I think the growers in this region should feel reasonably comforted by the results that they do have programs for managing micronutrients and that by and large they're working, but there's still opportunities 
through plant and soil testing to uh, pinpoint areas that would benefit from uh, uh, additional micronutrient fertiliser. So what would your advice be to growers in regard to getting these micronutrient levels right based on the research findings? There are two things I would recommend. One is to consider the input-output balance. Um, that is, how much micronutrient is being added in the fertilisers that you're applying and how much is being removed in the grain that you're harvesting. And they should be roughly in balance. Um, that's one thing. The second would be to use soil and plant testing and this might not need to be every year or certainly not in every paddock but the strategy that you could use is to pick uh, a typical paddock in the high yielding portion of your farm, another paddock in a medium yielding portion and another paddock in a low yielding portion and sample those soils and plants on a reasonably regular basis. It might be every three to five years, just so you can monitor how the current fertilizer program is working, whether levels are stable and uh, the plants appear to be getting enough micronutrients or whether levels are dropping and you need to increase the rate um, or whether they're increasing and you have an opportunity to um, save some costs by winding back on applications. The trial results suggest plant uptake of micronutrients is, is adequate for the greater percentage of plants, but are there other factors that might impact crop take up of these micronutrients? Yes, the rainfall during the season is one obvious factor, um, particularly the dry years when you're getting a lot of dry topsoil, because if you look at soil tests below 10 centimetres, you often find the micronutrient levels are much lower which means that if the topsoil is dry, uh, the roots are trying to take micronutrients from the subsoil where the levels are much lower than you um, expected. So crops may run into micronutrient deficiencies in dry seasons. But it does vary with micronutrients. Uh, manganese, for example, if you have a very wet year and achieve high biomass, then a lot of the manganese gets locked up in the leaves and stems and may not be sufficiently available for grain. So the micronutrient deficiencies can flip depending on the season and that's why um, continuous monitoring through plant analysis is useful to, uh, uh, to understand um, how to manage it across the range of seasons, not just in a single season. What do you see as the, the most significant messages that growers will likely take home from the research to put into practice on their own farms? The first one is that 90% plus of the growers in this region, serviced by Libby, do actually have a micronutrient program that they're implementing. And mostly that's working. So I think that is a comforting result, but there's still perhaps 15 to 20 percent of crops that were sampled where the levels are marginal or even deficient. So that means that there's opportunities to use soil and plant testing um, more strategically to try and identify those places where deficiency still exists and there's an opportunity to increase yield with appropriate um, management of micronutrients.
Professor Richard Bell from Murdoch University, and he was talking to Deb Bishop. You'll find GRDC's Crop Nutrition Fact Sheet on Micronutrients on the GRDC website at grdc.com.au. I'm Hilary Sims, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. <laughs>